Welcome back to RowdyCast, Season 2, Episode 13. Nick, this is our last one. It sure is. It's, it's a sad time, man. Yeah. I'm going to miss doing these. Yeah, me too. I mean, you know, we've we learned a lot doing these. We have. We've, we've, uh, we've had some great episodes. We've uh, interviewed a lot of great people. Who would you say is number one? Jeremy, I mean, Jeremy Rutherford that was, was like cool. the coolest thing ever. What about Mr. Stell calling in? Yeah, that was special too. It's always special, you know. Mm-hmm. We've had who else have we had on? We've had some Mr. Gilbert and Mr. Gilbert. That was of course special, you know. Um, we had Josiah. We've Hunter. had Hunter, Coach Lynn. Yep, that was a good one too. I really liked that one. Mr. Nations obviously has been on. Yeah. I'm like blanking. Who do we have for volleyball? Abby Meyer? Is that right? Yeah. Nice yawn, Nick. Yeah, I think I think was that right? No, I don't know, man. I think it was. We had um soccer player Nick Wagner show up for Yeah, he was great. That he was a great like, interview. Dude, he just kept conversation going. It's like he's done this before. He was, was awesome. It was really weird because, you know, I I thought coming in that he would be terrible and I'd have to like do all the talking, yeah, right? Yeah. But he just showed up and was like Wow, I mean, he was good. Talked your ears off, huh? Talked my ear off. Okay. Just like my grandpa. All right. Hey. hey nice guy. John Talks Body, your John Body's awesome. Yeah. Um, What else have we done? We had you go out on the football field. And I did kick some field goals. better than NFL kicker, which he did. Zane, you are terrible. Is he out of the league? He's fired, yeah, right? he's done. Yeah. Dude, it's your fault. I don't – no remorse. None. What's we listened to uh, – Zane what? Gonzalez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We listened right. to some Leroy Jenkins with Mr. Nations. <laughs> yeah. What else do we do? Hmm. I mean, we just talked a lot of sports, obviously. We really know? did. It was a good time. And um, I think, you know, the listeners knew what I didn't know about sports. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, but that's okay. You learned. Yeah, I did. You know, and guess I, what? You watch hockey now. I do. I do. I'm a little late to the party, but I I have been watching. You know what they call you? A bandwagon. That's you only not root true. for people in the playoffs. You know we're in the playoffs now. That's I've been, not true. All right, I've fine. always like been a Blues fan. Yeah, you just don't watch it. Yeah, it's fair. But now I do. It's good. Tarasenko, Schwartz, Taron. Actually, Schwartz has been quiet the last few games. Schwartz has been our hottest player, Nick. Tarasenko has been quiet. I mean, he scored, but he's not Tarasenko quality. You know? The last few games, though, Schwartz. Schwartz had a goal like the last few games. Like the last, not the last he game, not, but the I game before I don't he had the first goal. I don't think he scored in this Dallas series. Yes, he has, Nick. He literally scored the first goal in game three. Okay. Well, he had a great end of the series against Winnipeg. He did. That is, that is a true statement. For some of you who like video more than a podcast form, uh, if you go on YouTube, you check out Luso the episodes. Me and Nick have a rowdy cast segment on there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two were about uh, sports. The third one was not about sports, but it's okay. And the uh, fourth one coming up, our last one is going to be about uh, South sports and the wrap up on that. So if you want to check that out, Luso announcements on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And why why do we talk about South sports? Nick? Because we are indeed Lutheran South students, so it's only appropriate we talk about Lutheran South sports. And we're going to give the entire wrap up of the entire year and the highlights of each of those South sports for these South students. So go on YouTube.com, search up Luso announcements in the episodes folder, and then it'll have that. So. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. I mean, I know some of you guys like to listen more. 
doesn't look good videos, especially with Nick uh, Nick's ugly face on a video. But hey, you know, you gotta, I'm you just kidding. Got to give them options. You got to be diverse. That's true. <laughs> give them two options that they choose. If they choose to listen to none, yeah, then they wouldn't even be hearing me say this. So, Jay, what's what's been your favorite episode this year? <sighs> Nick, you can't do that to me. I mean, obviously, as a huge Blues fan, I think the Rutherford episode was the coolest one I've done. I mean, that was the coolest. Like your favorite. I mean. I don't know if it was my favorite. It was my favorite interview, 100%. Yeah. Like, that was my favorite thing to talk about because we just yeah. sat down and talked South, which is dear to my heart, Blues, which is dear to my heart, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I think a cool episode was when we got out on the field and kicked field goals. Dang I think it, just, dude. I think just having, like, being able to go out there and do that yeah. and the great announcer that I had announcing my field goals for me was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You're um, welcome. Yep. Uh, I think Mr. Lind was an awesome episode. Yeah. I think he really put us in a position where we had to answer questions as well, you know. <laughs> we, yeah, it was an interview turned into a uh questionnaire. Inter- yeah. Um what about you? What are your some of your favorite episodes? I mean definitely I mean obviously with Stell, that was fun too. I, I've never I've never called somebody in on a podcast before. Yeah, that was kinda cool and to that see. That was awesome. That was pretty cool to see Mr. Nations and Mr. Stell's relationship as yes, well. Yes, hundred percent. Talking about like kids and stuff, that was kinda yeah, that special. Was cool. Um I think the interview with Mr. Nations was just fun, too. Yeah. He's a cool guy to talk to. Yes, he is. And then um, I would definitely have to go with the one on the field. You know, we had, like, like the background music. I mean, background uh, noise. Yeah. That was cool. Had that airplane flying over. Yeah. Shout out to Abby Framer for shagging all those footballs. That was well done on her part. Yeah. Man, we've had some fun episodes. We have. It sucks we, got, we did the senior year, not junior and senior year. I know. But you, I, are you allowed to do that two years? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Hey, happens. So Nick, tell the uh, tell the viewers what you're doing for college if they haven't known already. Let's talk about a little bit about ourselves in the last episode. Okay, and in, in our futures. Yeah, in our futures. What do you what do you want to do? Okay, so with doing all of this stuff in the digital journalism classroom, um, from podcasts to writing scripts to um, doing live streams in front of the camera, I'm going to pursue a, pursue a degree in journalism at Webster University, and I am also playing basketball there. So pretty excited. It is exciting, Nick. Congratulations, and then, guy. And then down the road, Jacob, why don't you go? Uh, I'm going to stay here with Nick. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's fun. I'm going to go to Fontbonne. I'm going to play some soccer there, hopefully play. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'm going to try to get a major in sports business management. Can you get a minor in journalism? Because I may do it, you know, just to have some, you know. I don't know. I don't know all that college stuff, you know. I'm yeah. new to this. Yeah. As you are as well. Most so most, most freshmen sen- are. Most seniors so. are in high school are, so yeah. it makes sense. So, yeah. It's going to be fun times. Yeah, I had my first open gym yesterday with all the How'd guys. And st- I need to get stronger, Jake. Well, I, f- I feel the same way. My <laughs> dad looked at me the other night and said, you're going to be on my schedule this summer. And I about cried at that point. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, it's going to be miserable. You can come over if you want and do it with me. I'm gonna need some help. Be on Derek's schedule too. Yikes. There's just so many other schedules. I'm I'm gonna stay on. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I. You know what? I would <laughs> s- not do that anyway. You know. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's not gonna be a good schedule. It's not gonna be. All right. Now that we've talked about the little little gushy gushy stuff. What does that even mean, Nick? I don't know. Like sentimental. It's not really sentimental. 
I mean, it is, but like we haven't got sad about it yet, you know. I'm sad. Nick's sad. Let's let's turn to a topic that uh, is doing pretty well right now, Nick. St. Louis Blues hockey. Yes. What do you got to say about that? Okay. S- since you're a big, I've avid fan now, you know. All right. So I did not watch the first two games of the Winnipeg series. Okay. And then Jacob one night invited me over to his household. Right. Which I do all the time, but sometimes he just doesn't come, you know. Okay. And so I went over to Jacob's house, and you know I'm, I'm, I got my sunflower seed. You know me. I'm watching the Blues game, and I'm like, wow, this is this is pretty fun to watch. Of course. Okay. And so what I gathered from the Winnipeg series is all about the start of their game of those games. Whoever came out stronger and faster won those games. Except for game five. Except for game five. Was that when Schwartz scored with like 15 seconds left? Yeah, when they went up 2-0 in the first period. Yeah. And we scored three in the third. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're watching though, Nick. Yeah. It's fun, you know. Sometimes we just come out defensive and like we just like play defensive the entire game. I don't know why we do that. And then sometimes our power plays are completely on and then they're completely off. I don't yeah. know. I'm. I think a huge factor though is the trust that the Blues have now in their goaltender. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's playing great. Bennington's playing fantastic. Does he look nervous? He sure doesn't. No, he doesn't to me. Um, I think that the trust between players and goalie is a huge deal because if you watched. If you watched the whole season, which I know you didn't, that's fine, Nick, but for the viewers, if they did, <laughs> if you watch, you see Jake Allen out there, and when you play in front of Jake Allen, it's not a knock to Jake Allen. It's but a knock. It's not. It's a I knock. Mean, They're professionals. They, they can take it. They're, it's a knock. Go ahead and I, say it. The, he, he didn't really show great skill out he there. He sucked. Right? He wasn't very good, and the players didn't trust him. Now, Bington goes out, first career start, first career shutout. Like, that's impressive, right? Yeah. Keeps it up. Fastest. Tied for the fastest goalie to reach 30 wins in an NHL career. Seriously? That's impressive, right? I mean, the trust between the players and the goaltender is huge, especially making a deep run in the playoffs. Now the Blues are in the second round, tied 2-all with Game 5 tonight. And that this is a huge game now because now it turns into a best-of-three series. Yeah. Blues still have home ice, but you don't want to take it to Game 7. You want to get it done at Game 6, right? Because Game 7 is... The most nerve-wracking game of all yeah. time, it's correct? Up to, it's up to God at that point. It is. Well, everything's up to God at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's, it's a saying. Yeah, I know. Um, but I, I feel like the Blues have turned into something that this could be their year. Well, I, don't, I want it to be. I don't know if it's going to be. When they're playing their best hockey, it can be anybody. Yeah, yeah 100%. Power and it, the on, story. They're keeping the puck. They're yeah. playing their style. I, I 100% ben, agree. Bennington's making crazy saves. I 100% agree. Petrangelo's getting in the... Getting up in the offense when like you know when they holding it yeah holding it behind the other like I love when they do that they get ricochets get a bunch of shots on goal yeah. when they just get a bunch of like shots on goal and get things going at the net they're really good yeah and I think that's something that they missed a few times in the beginning of the year whether that be getting pucks to the net playing with each other I think they missed a lot of key things that they now have yeah. found as a team which will lead them. Hopefully into the promised land. Yeah. Sounds stupid, but in in game four they were just losing the puck away Bo too Meester much. did not have a in good game. I wonder if he'll be ice. out tonight. I wonder if Eddie will draw back in for him. To be honest, I mean, like it was. It's not even like they're getting poke checks. Like they're losing it up against the boards. Like they were just like not even like making like good passes to each other in the middle of the ice. Like they couldn't get anything going. If, I'm gonna check if, out if, if they were getting any shots on Twitter goal. Right it was because they had like one or two people going at like three of theirs trying to like do some crazy stuff. And it's not high percentage hockey. No. And I think if we want to take it far, I think we need Tarasenko, and I think we need O'Reilly to start playing the way they're playing. And yes, 
yes, I know that Tarasenko scored last game, but he didn't. He scored on a power play. Like that's where that's where he scores a lot of his goals at. Correct. Like you go out there, you're supposed to score on the power play, but I feel like for him to be his caliber of a player, he needs to go out there and score more and play better. And I think someone who's playing really good right now is Robert Thomas, and he's playing. And Mr. Rutherford even said, like when we had him on, watch out for him. He's going to be good, right? Yeah. He's 19 years old. I have a uh, hot take for the Blues. Oh, I don't have my horn, Nick. It's okay. There you go. All right, all right. Hot take. You can you can say I'm wrong. You can say I'm completely right. You say, ah, Nick, that's no way. But yeah. um, the past couple of games, ever since I think it was like game six of Winnipeg, game okay. five, game five or game six of Winnipeg till now until here, Fabry's always been in the mix. I know he he scored in game one one of Dallas, but. Yep. Um, ever ever since like game five or game six, he creates a lot of opportunities for the Blues. I agree. Him, I th- him and Perron are scrappers, always getting the puck and stuff. I think if Fabry can start to finish off some of these um, these plays, and I, I think Fabry could be like the the wild card for the Blues. I I think I agree with you on that. He's looked fast. He's looked like he has a great shot coming and in, drawn into the lineup in the first yeah. game of the series. And I don't know. I don't know if he was in game five or six for Winnipeg. Which line is he on? Three, four. no, fourth, fourth. 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 It's him and Steen and Barbashev. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like he, him with his speed, and the way he can take the puck and beat guys is huge for the Blues because when you throw out a fourth line, fourth liners are usually the scrappers, correct? Yeah. Well, I think Dallas's fourth line is just like ours, where they have some scoring depth and they can put it in the back of the net. And I think having Fabry out there instead of a um, I'm drawing a blank. Bone. No, 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 no. Who who was on the fourth line before Fabry? I'm draw. I'm literally drawing a huge blank right now. It's not Blay. It's not McEachern because they've both. They're both scratches. It's not Thorburn. He hasn't played. He scratched. You said Dallas's fourth line scrappy. Their entire team is scrappy. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They bring a physicality Winnipeg 100%. did not even think of bringing because like after every single whistle, they're hitting like they're hitting, um, they're they're like, like they're getting a bunch of hits up against the boards and stuff. So, like they are like constantly like being physical. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that something that is big for the Blues too is that third line of Bozak, Maroon, and Thomas, and I think that they play together a lot better than most of the lines and I feel like they're playing more what is it they don't have tr- they obviously they have chemistry gosh darn it Jake the chemistry between them is just really big right now and I feel like that's something that could be a huge huge not wild card because Fabry is the wild card huge thing that can make the Blues be a really good team in this I playoffs. I, I just feel like with, a, with such a physical team like Dallas, I feel like Piranha and Fabry can be really important. With yeah. Like the and scrap and Piranha like did that. not play good last game. No. He he was giving away the puck a lot, too. He did not play good. And he, he, wasn't, he wasn't winning as many pucks as he usually did, too. No, and that's the thing That's the thing that sucks about that. Um, who, who is not in? Oh, Zach Sanford. That's who it was. Sanford scratched he did not I think Fabry coming in for him Sanford's not as fast he's maybe a little bit physical more physical than Fabry but I think his Fabry speed we're already getting out physical I don't even 
Like, it doesn't matter about physicality. Thanks, Mr. Nations, for slamming the door. Hope you all heard that. <laughs> Nick, wh- what do you think about the flops in the series so far? Um, I thought that only existed in soccer and basketball. Oh, n- doesn't so look like it, doesn't? I, yeah, I, I think it's a joke. One thing I can't stand in playoff hockey is that there's no fights. Yeah, I know you can't. I know you can't stand. Like, that, like what? Uh, Dallas. I think was it game one or game two where they hit Bennington, two. Yeah, two. Yeah. Oh my gosh! If I'm Petrangelo and I just see that happen, and then all you do is go up to him and grab him and tell him not to do that again, that's my goalie. Like I'm dropping the gloves. Yeah. I, I know don't you care don't like that playoffs. I don't care. Like, dude, like you, you can get hit in the face. You're not gonna yeah. be injured for this series. You're not like, bre- okay, fine, break a nose. It's hockey. You have a little screen thing. Like, dude, protect your goalie. Make a statement that no one can do that to your goalie. I hate that he just didn't do anything. Yeah, I know. Well, game five tonight, eight thirty, eight forty-five. Puck drop probably because of um, everything that happens before games. Yes. Um, but so are you gonna come to my house or are you gonna stay at your house I w- again? I will come. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, I will bring the sunflower seeds. I'll be ready to go. Do you actually need sunflower seeds every time you come to my house? Yes, it's good luck. All right, that's Cause, fair. Because the last time they weren't scoring, me, Austin, and Evan, we stood up against the uh, pillar in your basement, and then they scored three goals. Well, I guess I'll see you there then. All right. Nothing else about other other sports. So South sports. South sports. Yes. Um, in the beginning of the episode, we talked about our uh, favorite memories of our podcast. Yeah. Um, journey, and um, I think some of my favorite moments this year are every single football game. Yeah, those were. I mean, they're fun. Yeah, I mean, it, just to see like the the school spirit of dressing up like the theme and. Us leading the cheers and stuff. It was just a lot of fun to see everyone come out and then we were, um, and then hang out afterwards. It was just, it was awesome. I think another cool thing about um, our school is that, especially the senior class, they'll come out for anything that you ask them to. <laughs> yeah. You ask them to come out for a senior night for soccer on a Friday night at seven o'clock with forty degrees and rain. They, they showed up. St- packed in student section it like was that is something crazy. that's pretty cool to have and i know that you go to public school there's 2,000 kids that people show up right we, we, we have 500 here we and have it's such 200. a close-knit yeah senior class that people will show up and watch the games yeah. and i think that's something that's awesome that's my favorite moment from this soccer season was senior night yeah that was a fun game and i think another cool thing is the basketball games is that everybody shows up for those and they don't just stay till halftime leave they stay for the whole game and talk to us after. Talk to us after. They're Winter right lose. there. They're right there. Hey, good game, man. You'll get them next time. Don't worry about it. They're there after we come out of the locker room. Like, hey, head up, great game. Yeah. And I think that's something that's really awesome. Yeah. And I think that. And when you make a good play, like they're they, right there. They go crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I know. I've said it to them, most of them at least. That but like I'm really thankful for you. them. But yeah. like seriously, like. I know you may not listen to this, but that is something that I think is the coolest thing. And also, the teachers, like, they come and watch. Yeah. 
I've seen Mr. Fisk there a couple of times. Mr. Mm-hmm. Elick and Miss Martin coach. Yep. Mr. Lynn coaches. You know, they're there. Mr. Glassner. Mr. Glassner. Miss Bining. Like, Mrs. Riggs. Mrs. Riggs is there. She, she'll come out to a away game sometimes. Yeah, and I think that the only teacher who didn't come was Mr. Nations, so thanks to them for that. Dude, he was there in spirit, though. That's fair. No, you know, he was there on the Make-A-Wish night. Oh, that's true. That yeah, is true. I think he had to be. Yeah, he did. Um, He's got young kids. He's, he's a father. He's a husband. Got to understand. It's true. But <laughs> I think that the community that we have here at South is so close-knit. I think it's just another thing that is going to suck because when we leave, there's going to be people that go left and right, up and down, that we're not going to see. Mm-hmm. But it's this community that I think will pull us back together uh, when we go. And it's the sports that are really a, is a huge deal to me. Because, like, yeah, I mean, we had friends before we came, but I think we grew closer to the people that we didn't know before this. Yeah. You know? like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, just, it's, just, it's a different dynamic. And I think, like, Christmas break and, like, all Thanksgiving break, I think that is going to be so great to come back to that. Yeah. And th- these are the group of people where you can text and be like, hey, you want to go grab a bite to eat? And they will And come. everybody will drop what yeah. they're doing and come because, like, they're, we're Get so a, close-knit. Yeah. I know we're not we really talking about sports anymore. I'm sorry for not talking about sports, but, like, yeah. I don't know. Just, this this, just the support at every single game. is pretty unbelievable, and thanks for that. Yeah. To everybody. I mean, I know I, I only played two sports this year, and I've been to a lot of the sporting events here. But I think that even going out to the golf match on senior skip day for us that and just, watching, that, 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 that just shows the care yeah. we have and the support we show our players. Because not a lot of people go to the golfing matches, and that stinks for them who go out and play. Yeah. But I feel like, like us like, going out yeah, there. Like and we're lucky enough to play sports that are on campus yeah, and on they like Friday nights. And, and they have they tee off at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning, you know, yeah. where people can't really get out to those. Yeah. So I think that us going out there just shows the just level kind of, of returning the – Yeah, returning the favor, and I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Some highlights this year. Highlights. Um, volleyball going back to the state championship yep. for the third Obviously. year in a row, that's even though they didn't win. That's yeah. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Um, I think for us, I think you'll agree with me. Even though um, we made, we maybe didn't lift up any hardware for soccer. That was the most funny, fun, yeah, team I've ever been on. Yeah, I mean, just laughing all practice like, yes, and all day. day long. That was. So I agree much fun. with that. I think that the games that we played maybe didn't end the way we wanted them to, yeah. like you said. Cool, but yeah. I think that the state run we had our sophomore year will never die. I think we'll remember that forever. Our teammates, like, 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 we'll see them on social media. We'll comment, like, we'll comment about that season. And that's like something that like, I think is really cool. Yeah, like no, like I think like I could see us coming back, graduating from college, seeing those kids, and we'll just talk about that. Yeah, that's something that like ties someone together it's crazy. forever. Yeah, and then for me for basketball, this team like made me so much better. Like yeah. I, like like I think I think the practices, the coaching staff, like everyone like. I think my biggest year of improvement was this year, and that's, like, thanks to I think else. something that, like, okay, this may be, like, something that's not that cool to people, but I think it's pretty awesome to me. We have four or five coaches that sit on the bench with us, right? Yeah. Coach Lind, my dad, yeah, Coach Rao, mm-hmm. Coach Seiko, Parker, mm-hmm. yeah. five coaches, right? But Coach Bosch is always there in the stands mm-hmm. behind us. 
always there. He doesn't want to sit on the bench, but he's always there. And I feel like the close-knit coaching staff is something that's awesome to have. And it translates And to it's the cool. It's, it translates to the team. There's one game where we're playing a 1-3-1 zone, right? Okay. And that's Coach Bosch's thing. Like, he – they used to play that. He used to play that when he coached yeah. the girls' team. And he's there, and he's, like, in the stands, but he's still coaching. Like, he's calling, like – I'm walking out from a time I was like, Jacob, when you're up high, make sure you're collapsing. Like, yeah. he's telling me what to, I think that's pretty awesome to have, like, that many coaches that care about you and that want to help. And even if they're not sitting on the bench, they still can help you. Like, I, th- I think that's pretty awesome to have. Yeah. And that's just, again, shows the community that and they the school care. has. Yeah. And they care. Because like, they the went here, too, and they care about their school and their exactly. alma mater and all that. Exactly. And I think another fun memory we have is always – uh, just screwing around with Coach Lind and yeah. the birthday things that we do, mm-hmm. and I think that I think our banquet, bowling banquet, was pretty it was awesome. awesome. It was the most yeah. fun thing I've done in a while. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I had a great senior year. You know, sports wise, we had a great four year sports wise. We've learned so much, grown so much. And I know that we only talked about Blues and South Sports today, but I think that's kind of the big thing that's going on. Yeah, the Cardinals are doing well. NFL draft just happened. But I think the thing that's closest to us right now is the Blues playoffs is huge. And, of course, the South Sports and the South things that are going on. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who has listened this year for the 13 episodes Absolutely. from our first one, which we were terrible yeah. in. And we're still terrible now. But probably – I mean, I think we've grown a lot more, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. So, thank you to all you guys who listened. Uh, signing off, I'm Jacob Reese. And I'm Nick Wagner, Rowdycast. Peace out. Bad.